And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, then we copy this. It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Guys, hello, welcome, welcome to Questionable at Best. This is the inaugural episode. Can you say inaugural when it comes to this kind of stuff? This is the debut. This is the commencement, the beginning. This is, this is the inception. That makes it sound theatrical. Welcome to Questionable at Best. You don't know what this is because we haven't done this yet. So let me tell you what it is. Questionable at Best is a little project. I get together with a guest. I was going to say a cool special guest. I get together with someone that I find interesting, maybe a couple people, and we kick around one question for about 22 minutes. And it's, uh, it's pretty interesting, I think. I think it's interesting, and it, is, it can become overly intimate. This is what I discovered um, recording the first one with my friend. Let me tell you who the guest is on the first one. I don't know how to do intros, you guys. This is, I've never done this before, so bear with me. Our first guest is Jess Solomon. She's a really good friend of mine. She is also a comic, and she is also a former war crimes lawyer, which... I was going to say is irrelevant to our discussion, but it may not be. You'll see. You'll see that she's very articulate, and you'll see that she's very capable of presenting both sides of a situation. And she's very capable of defending the reprehensible. Um, defending the reprehensible. That, that should, Jess, if you're listening, that should be your first DVD title, Defending the Reprehensible. I like it. Okay, don't get caught up. In your own words, Deanne, don't call yourself Deanne in front of everyone on the internet. That's weird. Hi, everyone. I don't know how to do this. I've also, um, maybe I've had too much coffee. Welcome. You're going to hear Jess and I chatting about a question. I'm not going to tell you what that question is yet, but I will tell you that if you want to join in on the discussion, and I hope that you do, head over to nomoradio.com and join the questionable at best comment thread. The comment thread will be there. I will be there. There's a lot to talk about with this one and a lot of different sides to it and many things that we, we couldn't even touch on. We didn't have time to. So head over there and we'll, and we'll keep the discussion going. What else did I want to tell you? You will notice during this that there's a couple of times when we're unsure how much to reveal, how, how much of our personal lives to reveal. Um, and I, I hope that's a line that, that I'll figure out as this project continues. It's funny because... If I picture an anonymous mass of strangers, uh, which I do sometimes, I picture that, it's easy. It's like, whatever, we're just all humans, right? I, we all have the same feelings and emotions. It's not, it's fine to talk about yourself and give intimate details because everyone shares the stuff, right? We all have hearts. We all have hearts that beat. Um, oh, goodness, I hope we all have hearts. Does anybody have like, are there people, does anybody... Does anybody have like a metal box in place of a heart, like a robot heart, like a pacemaker? If you have a pacemaker, do you also still have a rate? Like, is part of your heart still there and you just have some mechanical help? What if somebody's listening and they don't have a heart? I didn't mean to make you feel excluded or oppressed. We'll have feelings. We'll have feelings. We'll have emotions, whether or not we have all have like physical, whole, working human hearts. Maybe someone has a pig heart. Does anyone have a pig heart? I need to do some internet research. That Okay. Anyway. We're all people. And if I picture an anonymous 
we're all people. I can say this. There's no dog. Dogs aren't going to be listening or offended. <sighs> Guys, I've spent too much time with queers lately, and now I'm like really nervous about offending people. Okay. All I'm saying is anonymous mass of people. That's fine. What potentially freaks me out about this project, um, but it's going to continue regardless, is that what if there's like, please don't be this person. Just please don't be this person. Please don't be like, like a super fan. I was going to say 17 year old super fan, but I don't mean to be ageist. I need to learn how to speak to people and not be afraid of offending people. This is all very tricky. Okay. Just please don't be a person that's like, don't write, don't amass details of my life and then think that you don't know me. Don't listen to all this and then like make little notes and then, I don't know, tape your own hair to a card and send it to me. Don't do that. Let's just everybody be cool. Is that a, that's a totally weird way to start. I told myself that this was an unedited thing. I don't know what word to put there. And now I wish I could edit it because I would edit in a more articulate and precise word there, a more specific word. I told myself that this is an unedited process. This process is not about being a perfectionist for once or, and then ellipsis. If you were making a transcript of this, it would just be an ellipsis. Don't make a transcript of this. Welcome to the podcast. I need to stop talking and uh, let Jess Solomon do some talking. We're going to get into it, you guys. We are going to get into it. The question is coming right up. Thank you for listening. The other intros probably won't be this long because I'll figure out how this whole thing works. This is the, like I said, this is the, what did we say? What did we settle on? Inception. Welcome to Questionable at Best. (laughs) Um, I'm here with, with Jess Solomon. The question this week is cheating. What's the upside? What's the downside? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. What's the upside? What's the downside? Okay, well, the one upside is it feels good if you're the one cheating a little bit. You How know. Does, in what way does it feel good? I mean, I agree. Um, <laughs> don't pretend like you don't agree. And what? Hmm, Jess, I'm so confused. Um, you know, at the beginning, it's just... Um, you're in this illicit thing. It's bad. I can see the sparkle in your eye right now. I want to let people know. I've been so sleepy all day. Suddenly I just woke up. It's so bad. It's good. (laughs) All right. It's exciting. I mean, it is exciting. Yeah. The illicitness. That's exciting. The secretness, um, sharing that with somebody, um, like I guess the planning, Oh, you've Penny. really thought okay. about this. I've um, done it. Yeah. Too. The ego stroking. There's that. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, th- there's the guilt also. But who cares? I know. <laughs> and I can see right now as you're like weighing it up, it's like everything is weighing so heavily on the fun and the illicitness there's and the, the secrecy fun. and the. But I it. think on another level, uh, an upside can be that. Um, it can save relationships or it can end relationships. It's like, it's a litmus test. You know, sometimes you're just going along in your relationship. It's not great. It's routine. And, um, somebody cheats, let's say. Yeah. And it forces you to, as you call it, process. As I call it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What is that word you use all the time, Deanne? (laughs) How many hours did you spend processing today? (laughs) What do lesbians always say? Process. Yes. Okay. It brings it can bring up a lot of really big questions that you know, that maybe things that you're not talking about, you're not addressing, and it it forces it 
right up in your face and you you have to as a couple if you find out about the cheating like that's assuming that the cheating that the revelations come out mm-hmm. and that you are forced to have these conversations that can um can lead to a lot of profound inward introspection and evaluation and you can come out stronger on the other end as a couple or yeah. you can realize you know what maybe this is goodbye and good thing we didn't keep trudging along not having sex yeah seriously and in that case the cheater that's that's the winner in that case because you're like oh you got to figure that out and get orgasms from someone else (laughs) instead of your heart broken usually the cheater's the winner you think i don't know i think yeah well we could talk about we'll talk about that um one thing that that i've one unexpected bonus of having been cheated on which which I wasn't ready Who for. Who would cheat on you? This is, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> because yes, exactly. Um, that's a whole other, we'll, we'll address that in another podcast. <laughs> It'll be a different question. I um, want names, Dan. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just kidding. There are names. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. One, one unexpected uh, revelation from that was, was as I was moving through the process of, um, forgiving my partner and and thinking about moving forward and trusting again, I had to realize for myself that I I don't trust people at the best of times. Yeah. Like even before something happens, even before you know you've you've had your trust broken or you've been betrayed, which is a word I wanted to say it and then not say because it, it sounds so intense, but it's it's a true thing. It's a yeah. real feeling. Um, I realized that. I don't trust people at the best of times. You know, somebody's like, I love you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but are you joking? Like, why are you being mean to me right now? Like, I take everything... Why are you like that? ...good in the bad way. There's, that's a totally <laughs> other podcast. Why We're introducing, like, a why lot of Why are you asking so many questions? <laughs> We're introducing, what, a lot of what? Future, future segments. No, this is good. You're going to be back. You know that this is, this is going to be the... I'm auditioning so that I could be back on a lot of segments. I'm yeah. just bringing up topics. This is the debut one, as far as I'm concerned. Um... I said one because I've done, I've recorded other podcasts where I've said the word podcast too many times. <laughs> like I'm very aware of what I'm doing. This is a podcast, everyone. <laughs> How do you like my podcast? So we're just podcasting <laughs> um, right now. Yeah. Um, so you don't trust people at the best of times. Mm-hmm. So getting, I, I was not prepared to be looking at my own behavior and the own my way of doing things after having been cheated on you know like when you've been cheated on you want to be like fuck you like i'm the victim and you're gonna pay for this forever but unfortunately that's not even the way it works because you've been on the other side of the coin i've been on every side yeah the coin has at least three sides right when you told me about the incident of being cheated on this isn't the first time i hear about it actually although i did act really surprised two seconds ago (laughs) what (laughs) who would do that (laughs) i did uh I didn't mention anything about you being on the other side of the coin or the K word. Karma. Um, I didn't say anything because I'm a good friend. Yeah. Oh, we mean when I mentioned when you told me what had happened. I would like to think that I brought it up within the first minute. You did. You did bring it up. Wasn't I kind of like check out this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Payback time for Deanne Smith. Yeah. Yeah. No, but poor you. That wasn't. No, but poor you. (laughs) (laughs) Poor anyone. Yeah, it's it's not. No, it's not easy. Um, And there's all kinds of cheating. You know, there's the like some people, sometimes you're not in a very serious relationship and it, it wasn't really going anywhere, but there's, there's the bigger moments when it, I mean, it can, it can be a one night stand. It can be something that goes on for a long time. There can be the emotional affair. 
sometimes sometimes more yeah. stingy of a betrayal than the just you know the physical one absolutely i mean when someone writes you a poem dn that's probably it's <laughs> better than an orgasm who's writing who poems i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you know what you like i know what i'm like literate women oh my goodness that write like apply for arts grants and that's exactly what like i like that. that is my porn fill out that paperwork girl um <laughs> <laughs> i'm setting Take you it. up i'm setting you up for your jokes Take money for your art <laughs> um no the emotional affair that that is a very tricky one and something that I've definitely been caught up in before, like ex- exchanging words with people that are far away, because that's 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 my deal. That's what it I builds like. it up. It oh really does. Yeah. yeah, I was. I had that. I I I got into a, a long writing spell, writing every day, writing all day long, basically back and forth. Um, writing fantasies of things we would do to each other. Wait a minute. Uh, you know, I know this story well. Dirty. Are you willing what? to take take us back to the beginning of this? <clears throat> I met a woman uh, on a retreat and I was in a relationship at the time and um, things in the relationship weren't great uh, at that time. And um, I, yeah, I fell for her. We fell for each other, but we didn't really do anything about it. And then you had one passionate. We had (laughs) two. Can I say these details? Two. Two okay. passionate kisses. And then um, and then it just got built up in the writing post post retreat Facebook yeah. message. And Fucking Facebook. Can we just get that out there? If it didn't exist. Oh, my God. We'd be better people. So much better. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> that's another question. Check another. out this podcast page on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. I yeah. know. Anyway. So um, and then when we finally did, I, I, I broke up with my girlfriend before once we started making plans to actually physically see each other, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of buildup, like putting aside the, the guilt and feeling terrible about what I did to, to my ex. Um, getting into this affair with this woman because she was married and she was still in her marriage. Um, I don't, yeah, the writing had built it up so much. I wasn't even sure how good it would be the first time that you know we actually made the plan to get together physically that's a yeah that's that's it's another almost, yeah. side topic yeah that's have things another, built up too much is it too, yeah too emotional is to, it yeah can it live up to the, the the things the dirty dirty things that you've written <laughs> to each other <laughs> and it did and then it? it yeah it was pretty it was pretty good it was pretty good but the other side of it is that i was no longer having it uh i was no longer cheating but she continued to cheat on her wife with mm-hmm. me for like the next year. And, um, I, in retrospect, um, you know, that ended a while ago. And, um, I like to think that I was a catalyst that renewed <laughs> their relationship. So if the Nobel committee is listening right now, you've done your part. Sometimes you can help people out. I think you can help a relationship by, by having cheating. hot, hot sex. Yeah. With you know, there's an upside. Yeah. Do well, I mean, we, I don't know that don't her really wife know. ever found out. Yeah, and you don't know I, the state of of the union at this point. I I don't, but it's I'm I, I feel that it's still going on, and <laughs> I I will hope for them that it is more passionate than it ever was. And I know I I I cried a lot um, at the time, thinking that well, I wasn't going to be with her, right? And oh my God, was I just this catalyst that helped somebody else's marriage? But now I'd like to think of it that way. Time has gone on. <laughs> I like to think of it as a good deed. Took one for the team. I did. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> gonna say something smart ass and then i held back um why i don't know okay. i don't know it's because this is all very new to me i don't know how much i'm revealing on, on these things i or hope not. i hope nobody's listening <laughs> no one's listening yet that's for sure so we should feel free yeah. to talk about anything um i when i was in my early 20s i was in an affair like a summer long affair with this woman this is actually a much longer story than i'll tell who was in her 40s which is crazy to me because even now i'm in my 30s i don't feel like i want to have sex with someone in their 40s <laughs> like i don't know what was wrong with me when i was 20 that's a very ageist thing to say but whatever it's true um and i was i had just graduated from college and i was working at this camp and this woman was there with her partner of 20 years or whatever and at that moment in my life i i had thought listen i'd been in monogamous relationships in college and I was single for the first time ever. And I thought, well, I'm not doing anything wrong here. I'm not the one cheating. Yeah. Um, this is really on her. Like that's her side of the equation to deal with. Right. And it was at the end of the summer where I just realized how naive that was and how messy everything was and, and that I didn't want to be that person ever again. And I kind of recognized my own responsibility in that because I became friends with her partner. I became friends with all of their friends. We would all hang out together. What kind together. of a camp was this, Deanne? It was a lesbian camp. Oh. <laughs> Can I, I was about to say, oh shit. Can we yeah. swear on the podcast? Yeah, of course. I don't know if it still exists. It would... It, Actually, no, I should stop. I'm not going to give the details of okay. the camp, actually, because it is unlikely that any of them would ever hear this. But if they did, um, it, it it was a secret. And as far as I know, remains, it still is a secret. Remains yeah. a secret. Um, Same in my situation. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I thought I thought that I hadn't I wasn't doing anything wrong because I wasn't obligated to anyone else. But it was at the end that I realized that it was really kind of uncool. There was also... Um, the threat of i i felt like if it got found out i i felt that there was like physical a physical threat to me like the people i was dealing with were like hockey refs from canada oh my goodness <laughs> and i was like i could get killed like i'm just this You're small tiny. and soft yeah. little 20 year old way in over my head and um her par there was actually one night when i was in my house which was a trailer don't judge it was a camp and um <laughs> we were in my bedroom and stuff was happening it was like three four in the morning and then someone walked in to the house my house stood in the living room oh my god for what felt like an eternity it was probably about a minute did you stop doing it oh yeah okay yeah but we're still in like Naked. in that position like okay. here we are we're just stopped and silent and i'm like i'm mm. gonna die like i'm oh. about to get killed because <laughs> you assumed it was I thought wife. it might, it yeah. turned out that it was, but what happened was she came into my house, stood there and then left. Okay. So maybe it wasn't such a secret. It was obviously, I guess, a doubt or a question yeah. that she had, but she walked in there and she didn't hear anything, I guess. I don't okay, know. You guys were good at freezing, being yeah. quiet and she didn't. Okay. That was such a fucked up summer though, because I would have sex with her and then she would leave and then I would go cuddle with my roommate. Um, what kind of cuddling? Just like post-sex cuddling. Oh, so that's who you would cuddle with yeah. after you had sex? It was actually Did your roommate nice. know? Yeah. Okay. She knew what she was there for. Um, she was like, oh, you just had sex with a big 40-year-old hockey ref from Canada. Come, Come. Come <laughs> Let me take care of you. <laughs> I'll take care of you. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Wow. Anyway. Lesbian camp. Cheating. Yeah. Well, were you worried at all that that she would leave her partner and want to be with you? Oh, that's a great question. At the time, not at all. Because I'm like, I'm 20. I'm like... I'm just doing this because yeah. I can, because it's there. I don't know. Cause I'm 20. 
then I moved to Baltimore and then I had forgotten about this. Yeah, this got pretty scary actually. Then I move and she's sending me like flowers to my house and cards and letters about, you know, I wish we could be together. And I'm thinking about like just quitting my job and moving to where you are. And I'm like, no. Oh my God. No. Cause at no. that point it's done. Yeah. yeah. But you never develop feelings for her. No, absolutely develop feelings for her because I have... can you have sex without developing feelings. Oh, Jess, that's another, <laughs> that's another question. But no, I have, I have recently rediscovered that that is impossible. I kind of knew that about myself and then forgot. I am not good at one night stands. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, it me. turns into something. Well, yeah, well, there's a, a joke about my there's, there's, well, it's become one of my favorite. It's become a verb. Yeah. Do you want to tell it? I think you should tell it. I want to hear so it So Deanne you. told this joke. She doesn't tell it very often, but the premise is that she was uh, on her couch reading. She likes women that write poems and she's a literate person. She reads and she uh, was reading a book and then I guess started masturbating. <laughs> you probably tell it more delicately than no, that. No, I like it from your point of view. Okay, masturbating. And, uh, and then as uh, after she had the orgasm or while she's having the orgasm, she caught in her eye the sight of a lamp that was nearby. <laughs> and she developed feelings for that lamp. Real feelings. Real feelings. The glow of the lamp. I was the just beauty looking, of the lamp. Oh. I was just looking at that close. thing like, I, oh my God, I never noticed this lamp before. This lamp is so beautiful. Oh yeah. my God. And it was in that moment that it clicked for me like, oh, this is a post-orgasm feeling. Yeah. This is based on biology and chemicals. This is like, I've built relationships on this feeling. Exactly. Imprinting onto someone's face just because I've had an orgasm. So that's known as getting lampy. Getting lampy. <laughs> I love that it's become an <laughs> or, uh, in the world. Yeah. Or maybe sometimes you know, we'll, I'll ask Deanne if she's telling me a story about someone. I'm like, was that a real feeling or were you just lampy? <laughs> are you just lampy? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just lampy. Just lampy. Yeah. So cheating. Yeah. What's it good for? Do you think it's ever good for taking that passion back to your primary or more solid real relationship? I don't know. I, for, I, I never really went between the two personally i never had sex with somebody and then came home to my girlfriend boyfriend and oh, then had to sleep right. in the same. i you only seem like you have <laughs> of course i do <laughs> <laughs> i seem like i've done everything Dan. <laughs> yeah i know i couldn't i couldn't do that well the problem with me and the reason why it probably hasn't happened is not necessarily the moral issue it's the fact that I have a face that tells all. I'm the worst. Like I just every day. And if I ever try to cover anything up, it can be the smallest thing. Like, no, I didn't have any chocolate ice cream. Like it's written all over my face. Do you blush I get easily? Busted. Yeah, I, I blush. And I don't know. People can just, they can. And it's even to the point where I'll be thinking thoughts in my head, like after having sex with somebody yeah. and in bed. And people will always ask me, what are you thinking? Oh, no. And I don't know why 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 would they know that i'm thinking anything right but i get asked that a lot like what are you thinking right now it's the way you stroke your chin after (laughs) sex Hmm. (laughs) i'm not sure about you oh wow that was a weird position (laughs) (laughs) i uh i don't know i for yeah i so i haven't i haven't had that i feel like they would I don't know. I'd be too guilty or it would be written all over my face. Yeah. I don't know that I could bring the passion back. I do sometimes get inspired by porn and I bring that into relationships, but that's not cheating. 
This That's is just also extra another question. Information. I like extra information. Oh, you're going to be back so many times. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Cheating. What's it? What's what the what upside? about you? Have you uh, have you brought the passion of, of somebody else? No. I don't no? think so. I don't think so. Um, no. You stick to your lamp and that's it? Pretty much. I mean, I generally, generally, I've tried to set up relationships where there's no such thing as cheating. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. You know, a degree of openness or understanding or that stuff happens or that, you know, making out isn't cheating. Um, it's right. just making out. That's insane. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. But but generally what that so far, what that means for me is that I have relationships that are open that then become then I just move on to the next person. I haven't been able to um, really juggle more than one relationship at the same time in any meaningful way. Because when you make out with somebody in that case, you'll communicate with them and poems and songs, songs, also another mechanism for extending the lamp's light. Yeah. <laughs> Favoriting <laughs> tweets. Those can be meaningful. Um, well, everything becomes me <laughs> at a certain point with, with when you oh. have had an orgasm with someone yeah. and it was a good experience and you want to see them again and, you know, you develop this whole world with them. Everything can be, everything can be meaningful. That's true. Yeah. Favoriting a tweet can be meaningful. Where was the, what was the question? We were talking about uh, bringing the passion bringing from the passion something back. from from the affair. Oh, you well, you know you were saying when you make out with someone, do you don't have to? No, no. I think, I mean, to me, making out isn't cheating, and like I'm very capable of making out with people and not having yeah. to ruin my world. Um, what is how many bases is making out? Making out? Just how many like, bases? <laughs> you mean what is making out? Yeah, like what is making out? Kissing. And what, like... Uh, Actually, it's hard. It's hard to stop at making out. But in my mind, making out is... It's not in a bed. Oh. Oh. Well. Okay. Well, it can be. But then, <laughs> then it's hard to really stop it from being making uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, like ideally, on a dance floor. On a dance floor. Exactly. Ideally, that's a clear example. Yes. That's my favorite kind of making out. Rubbing up and uh, hands on top of clothes. And hands on top kissing. of clothes. Passionate kissing. A little yeah. bit of the like, oh, I wish we could do more, but we can't. Good night. Yeah. Um that's trouble that is trouble but i like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you like are you a possessive or jealous person yeah I, I think i have to admit that i am i'd like to think that i'm not yeah and i will act like i'm not yeah. because i'm aware of the fact that that's like it's a vulnerable position to be in it's uncool um you know you don't want someone to think that you feel threatened by other things but like come on i'm threatened I'm threatened by everything always. Me too. Um, my sense of self is very, um, uh, I don't know, unstable. Um, but I'll pretend like I'm not. Yeah. But secretly. Yeah. I can't pretend. That's the problem. Like some people, like you're pretty good at it. I'm sure you can put up a kind of uh, a wall or whatever or not I'm let cool, people man. in. You're cool. Like <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not, not cool. I <laughs> wish I was cool. I've never been cool in my life. That's it. Like busted all day long. That's it. Like I just get busted for what's going on in my head. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I'm not cool. I well, would be I, a great cheater maybe if I was cool. I'm also not cool. I'll just pretend to be cool. I hope. I hope it's working. But then like my own actual personal world will just be 
full of anxiety and you know yeah, if i'm pretending to be cool i'll be like journaling 16 pages a day okay to myself and like not sleeping and having a nervous breakdown because dude i'm not jealous whatever yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can't i can't keep it inside yeah i wish i could well have we I have to talk to the person about it about what you're feeling yeah yeah in terms of cheating i was just thinking have you have you been cheated on not that i know of okay but i don't know what i would do i don't know i would be i would be pretty devastated and i i feel like you would be devastated but also amazing i feel like <laughs> the first I feel like you'd but play it really if they well. did it if they did it twice mm -hmm. forget it yeah to the curb exactly. i would kick them yeah <laughs> <laughs> the curb. i would kick them yeah um, but I do, I do believe in uh, in second chances. I don't really believe in third because at a certain point, you know, the the saying uh, "cheater is always a cheater." Yeah. At a, at a certain point, that does start to apply because there are people like that, right? Who just um, thrive on? They don't. Yeah, I guess I don't know if they're sex addicts. Maybe that's a thing that people like to say. <laughs> I could see the air quotes, even though you didn't make them. I could feel them in the way you were sex pronouncing it. Addict. Yeah, sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever that is. Um, but yeah, no, I think. Um, I don't know. I think I, I'd like to think I would give them one chance because mm -hmm. everybody does make a mistake. But after that, it's like but they need to, to be fucking remorseful. Oh, my God. <laughs> they need to feel like shit. <laughs> and there's an upside. There's another upside when the person feels like shit and they treat you like gold power. Yeah. When you're holding all the cards and they're in the doghouse. Yeah. That's not great, though, either. I'm like, I wish I could um, get off on that. But you, you can't. I, I guess. guess I can. You can. I don't know. I, I would. I feel like I would, I would milk it a little bit, mm -hmm. but then people look so cute when they're like remorseful too. It's, you know, I get soft. Yeah. We're, we're kind of trailing off here cause we know we need to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I well, think we gave ourselves a time limit. Yes. And we, which we've already passed. I think we've definitely wrapped, uh, excuse me. Um, Oh man, it was just near the end. And then I got self-conscious about the way that I speak. <laughs> God damn it. Remember when we were saying I was so cool? You are so cool. Oh man. Um, I was going to say, this was all part of the plan. Right. I think Wrap I it up. No, we don't. Now we are. What's happening? <laughs> um, <laughs> we wrapped the topic up. We wrapped it up. I think we've, I think we've addressed some of the potential upsides. I think there's going to be some listeners who are going to want to cheat. You guys should do it. I do mean, it. you're going to learn a lot from it. Yeah. You're going to, hopefully it's going to be hot. Oh, yeah, for sure it's going to be hot. It's always hot. And if it doesn't, I think it doesn't count as cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a loophole for you. If you've had sex with someone who's not your partner and it wasn't good, doesn't count. No. Not cheating didn't happen. You're already, that's your punishment. That's right. Karma's come full circle. You've got it. It's, it's just done. very, very quickly full circle. So, so we weren't even trying to out. answer the question of whether or not you should cheat, but I think the answer is yes. Get out there. Make it happen for yourselves, people. But then learn and get honest. Yeah. Be honest. Don't always be a cheater. Just be a cheater once. Or a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And we've done it. We will uh, We'll be back with Jess Solomon. Don't you guys worry about that. They're worried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Questionable at Best is available every Thursday at nomoreradio.com. Check out the website to join in on the weekly Questionable at Best comment thread where we still have discussions about this stuff. Support for No More Radio Podcast Network comes from the Montreal Improv Theater. Check them out at montrealimprov.com. Our cool graphic was designed by Charlie Sneaker. Her work is on Instagram. That's charlie underscore design. Our sweet intro and outro music was composed by Mike Carosa. His Twitter is Mike Carosa. That's two R's, two Z's, and two A's, although not sequentially. You'll figure it out. I'm Deanne Smith. I have an internet presence. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.